So, I wanted to do this episode today a little bit differently. As you know, usually I'll have guests on and we discuss things together and it's kind of like, it's a, it's a conversation and it's a topic, you know, for communication. But I wanted today, as I'm sitting out here in the evening on the patio, I wanted to discuss loss and anxiety depression, mourning, and that sense of anxiousness and anger that often goes along with that, hand in hand, they go together, right? Everything has been really hard with 2020. I think we can all, all of us listening can agree with that to some extent. So many of us have been affected, those listening, You've probably been affected with your livelihood, your your jobs, your income, your sense of escape, your events that you would go to, your vacations, all of the things that you usually enjoy, you know, have kind of been robbed from us as a society because of this pandemic, which obviously is no one's fault. It's something that has come in and affected all of our lives greatly. I think it's a great time for reflection. And hey, there's a lot of time to do it, right? We get to sit around and think about all our mistakes and our deepest, darkest fears. But by allowing ourselves to have that moment to to breathe and say, okay, this is happening. I acknowledge this. I no longer am able to go to my favorite concert or I've lost my entire job, whatever it may be for you as an individual on your own experience and your path as a human being during this particular time, I strongly believe there is a reason for all of it. I'm one of those people who believes that everything happens for a reason. And that even the negative things, such as loss, which we're going to talk about, can teach us something. And those lessons can be really valuable to us as individuals. Loss, what is loss? Loss is when something goes away, when you can't get something back, when it's something that you had and that you loved or cherished and it is just gone. That is loss and it can apply to many things. It can apply to a loved one who has passed away and they're gone and you've lost them. It can apply to more mundane things in your everyday life like you lost your car keys and you're frustrated and angry by that loss because you can't find it. It can apply to your livelihood and a job, like I lost my job and I can't get it back. And that is frustrating. But loss is usually associated with things that have affected you and impacted you deeply with a sense of mourning attached to it. So when we lose someone like a loved one and they're gone, we go through a mourning process And you may well have heard of the stages of grief. And if you've not heard of it, I highly suggest you you look it up. You can look it up on Google. There are actually many really good books about it as well. But we go through this grieving process for things that we have lost. And that is a necessary step to being well again. That is a necessary step to healing. Without loss we wouldn't really know what to cherish in our lives at all. Without evil in the world, 
we wouldn't be able to tell what good was or really appreciate what good is. I joke about sometimes we talk about villains and superheroes. If superheroes in the books and the movies, if they didn't have a villain to challenge them, they would never be a hero because there'd be no one to save, no society to fix or make things right with. So inherently, good and evil are a balance. That actually goes back to a very ancient Egyptian concept of Ma'at, which is the goddess of justice. She has a feather on her head and she weighs the souls of people, the good and the bad, the feather against your heart on this scale. And the hope is that your heart is lighter than the feather, that good overpowers evil. And if you don't, you get eaten by this creature called the Ament, but whatever. The point is that we always like to believe that good prevails, but I think we have to believe and understand more that we need evil as a necessary thing in order to get to those points or to have those moments of joy. The two go hand in hand. Chaos is required for balance. So when you have loss and you've lost something and you feel like, I can't get it back. In some instances, you can never get it back. Like if you lose someone and they pass away, that person is never going to come back, right? And that is something that you as an individual have to process, acknowledge. But that doesn't mean that it has to control every waking moment of your life or destroy your life because that person is gone. And surely if that person was gone, they would not want they would not want for you to feel that way or to destroy your lives because of them, because they were gone through the process of mourning and loss. It's important, with that said though, to make a big point here, that it is okay to mourn people, and it is a natural part of the process of loss, and we are designed as human beings, as compassionate, empathetic individuals, to go through that process, and we cannot really heal until we've gone through those different stages of grief. And if we don't go through those stages, guess what? It hangs around, it stays with us like a weight, and it will weigh you down and it will drown you if you do not take control of it yourself. So it's okay to mourn someone, it's okay to cry because you lost your job, because you're mourning the loss of that job, something you loved and had worked really hard for, and now it's gone. And you feel lost and you're kind of just sitting there like, what do I do now? Like it's a pandemic and you lose your job. Like I lost my job as an event print. All events cancelled, everything. And you know, I'd worked so hard last year for New Orleans and it was such a success to have that masquerade and thousands of people came and it felt like such a success, such a win. How could anything go wrong? And then came the loss. And I'm still grieving that event. Halloween hasn't even come around. New Orleans isn't even there yet. But I'm already accepting and grieving the loss of that event because I understand how pandemics work and that it would not be safe for the guests. And sometimes you have to put the well-being of other people above your own, which is a hard thing sometimes to do because you're doing the right thing for those people or in the case of my guests at those events, even if that hurts even if that is a loss. It's an interesting concept, isn't it? And loss can something, it can take years to get over. In fact, something I tell people often is that when you lose someone or, you know, someone dies, 
they never really go away. It's not people think, well, they'll tell you, oh, you just need time to heal. And that's correct to some extent, time heals. But it never completely will close the wound. And it's important to accept and to understand that when you lose someone, that person stays with you for the rest of your life. And that's okay. It is okay to harbour that pain. It is okay to have the memory of that person close to you, the good and the bad times, with you. To hold on to that is what makes us human and is so valuable to the human experience and so valuable to your individual path for your growth in this lifetime. And again, like I said before, I strongly believe that we are here to learn lessons and that everything happens for a reason. And it rolls back into that beautiful concept of synchronicity, which I discussed. I think it was on episode one, the universe podcast that we did, I discussed the beauty of synchronicity and that is as a reminder for those who maybe didn't hear the episode when you see things around you that the universe points out that relates to things in your life and for this topic with the topic of loss it could be a memory of someone that you hold dear like let's say that that person you know in their lifetime they loved angels or birds something along the line and, and then you're walking along and a feather falls in your pathway and the feather is that sign of synchronicity. It is a hidden message from the universe to remind you of that person or to remind you of your path. There is a lesson in it and the more you open yourself to synchronistic action, the more it will enter your life and the better you become adept at reading it, the more benefit that you can get out of that. So you don't always have to take loss as this failure or this pain failure is merely going from (laughs) failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Failure is merely just, even success is merely just falling over enough and just getting up enough times until you're successful. So whenever you have loss or you experience failure, know that it is not finite in your life. It is not the end. When you get a book and you're going through chapters, you understand that often when a chapter finishes, it is just the start of a new chapter and coming in your life. And so if you allow that negativity to enter your mind because you had this loss, because this thing is bothering you, because you can't sleep at night, that alone will control you. And the battle is really learning to overcome that day by day, baby steps as a very small process. And if you spend a little bit every day enforcing positive mindset, when you wake up in the morning, you can choose to be depressed. You can absolutely choose to wake up and think about that terrible rejectional thing that happened at prom 10 years ago, and it still haunts you to this day. And by thinking about that negative memory, it stays with you you are instantly put into this mindset of depression. Oh, it's real. It will stay with you. You'll go downstairs, you'll drink your coffee, make your breakfast, and you're already depressed by beginning the beginning of the day. And that can affect your whole day. It can affect your productivity. If you go to work, it can be haunting you, lingering on your mind. And depression breeds depression. That is the law of attraction that I spoke about in my manifestation video on Facebook, is that like attracts like. So if you are experiencing loss and you have pain or anxiety and you allow these things even just in a little bit into your mind, 
they will breed more depressive thoughts. You think about what happened at prom 10 years ago, suddenly you're thinking about that time you were made fun of in the classroom, or that time a few days ago when your boss fired you from your job, and these negative things, it's like a snowball effect. It rolls and it gets larger and larger and larger, and suddenly before you know it, your whole day is ruined because these emotions controlled you. And it's not your fault because you're human, and that's how we're programmed to do these feelings come through, and it is a challenge to think anything otherwise. But if you get up in the morning and you take a moment to think positively anything, just it's just 15 seconds, just say, okay, I'm only going to... This is this Abraham Hicks, she did this great thing about this concept. I think it was 17 seconds of thinking positively when you first wake up holding on to that. You don't have to do it for an hour, just 17 seconds, and you would be amazed at the effect that it has on the rest of your day. The effect that it has on your productivity and your work and your goals and your hobbies and your relationships, all of those things. And so just by allowing the positivity to come in, because we talk about that weight between good and bad, right? Between chaos, evil, Right? We talk about that. And so by allowing chaos not to win, it's never, we always acknowledge it's there, it will never go away. But instead, allowing good to shine through just a little bit more, to be slightly brighter, helps keep the balance in check for us and helps keep your life, which is very much a roller coaster. There's going to be downs and there will be ups. It helps keep it in check because a lot of people think, well, it's out of my control or yesterday I was upset because, you know what, we had this whole thing where our trailer got stolen and most of our livelihood was stolen from a trailer and I cried and I mourned that and I was depressed and I was anxious but I lost everything and I allowed it to control me. But you cannot let those things win. You absolutely cannot do that. You have to think instead, what I thought to myself was perhaps the person who stole it really needed it. Perhaps they will get better use out of it, right? And that is just by wishing good on other people, even in the most evil of circumstance, can really shine bright and can really help your outlook and your positivity in your overall life. So yes, I had loss. That's why I'm doing this podcast today. The whole thing yesterday was traumatizing, right? It's traumatizing. It really hurt. But then I realized I couldn't allow that to control me. And I thought, well, what can I do? I can file a police report, right? I can sit here and list out the items that have been stolen and do these proactive things. But by understanding, ultimately, that I may never get that back, right? And letting go of that and allowing through the universe to let go to acknowledge this thing happened, just like we've lost, okay, you know, the person I loved more than anything in the world died. And that is natural. All of us in our lives will go through it. All of us, if you're listening to this, we will die ourselves. That will imminently happen to us at some point in our lifetime. But instead, by understanding, acknowledging it, so, okay, I lost the trailer, I lost my livelihood. It's gone and that's okay. Right? It, that is okay. I'm still here. I still have my health. I still have my friends. All of those things are wonderful. And by taking the little things and even writing those down, the things that you appreciate in your life that you have, like you have a roof over your head, which so many people in the world do not, right? By acknowledging the very small things, you will rapidly come to realize just how lucky you are to even be alive in this lifetime and how truly special existence is.
And there is great magic in that. There is great power in acknowledging that. And there is great power in acknowledging loss. You're not saying, well, I refuse to acknowledge this happened. I'm refusing to acknowledge the memory of the person I lost. You're saying, I know this happened. I'm holding this person with me. I'm holding this memory with me. And I acknowledge that it happened. And that is what will allow you to move on, to move forwards, to be better and to do better. Because ultimately, if you've lost someone, they would want you to be happy and to go and explore your life and do things. So something happens and you've lost something, go do something crazy. Go on an adventure. Book that plane ticket that you've always wanted to do. Go to another country. You know, go out to that restaurant and treat yourself. Do something completely counter to what people would expect you to do with loss. Because you'd be amazed at how much power you can get from that. And the experiences and the lessons you will have from from those experiences. Anyway, so I'm not going to ramble on about this for too much. I just thought with everything that's been going on that it is a potent topic to discuss. And an important one because it is something that everyone listening to this, all of us, at some point in our lives, several times in our lives actually, will experience loss and some degree and knowing that life is that roller coaster and knowing that when you get down and you get to that deep dark place of depression that it doesn't have to be the end that the end of the chapter doesn't have to be the end of a book great power in that so without further ado in my little lonely podcast tonight out into the night i hope that you are all having a wonderful evening and that you take some time for yourselves tonight. Take care.